God was going to appear at once. He said, a man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return. So he called ten of his servants and gave them ten manas. Put this money to work, he said, until I come back. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, we don't want this man to be our king. He was made king, however, and returned home. Then he sent for the servants to whom he had given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it. First one came and said, Sir, your mina has earned ten more. Well done, my good servant, his master replied, because you have been trustworthy in a very small matter. Take charge of ten cities. The second came and said, Your mina has earned five more. His master answered, You take charge of five cities. Then another servant came and said, Sir, here is your mina. I have kept it laid away in a piece of cloth. I was afraid of you because you are a hard man. You take out what you did not put in and reap what you did not sow. His master replied, I will judge you by your own words, you wicked servant. You knew, did you, that I am a hard man taking out what I did not put in and reaping what I did not sow. Why then didn't you put my money on deposit so that when I came back, I could have collected it with interest? Then he said to those standing by, take this mana away from him and give it to the one who has ten manas. Sir, they said, he already has ten. He replied, I tell you that to everyone who has more will be given, but as for the one who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away. But those enemies of mine who did not want me to be king over them, bring them here and kill them in front of me. This is a powerful passage of how Jesus is revealing himself, his lordship over the people to whom he, want, he came to be king. He reveals himself that he is the king. Uh, normally we look at this as a passage where we um, talk about talents, what has been entrusted to us, how best we put it to use. And how God will multiply those talents and then he gives more, he blesses us, we've got to be faithful. Yes, it's partly true. But if you look at the bigger picture of this um, uh, parable that Jesus is saying here, you see the conclusion there in verse 27, those enemies of mine who did not want to be, me to be king over them, bring them here and kill them in front of me. The point is that he warned he, he came to be king, he wants uh, his people to accept him as king. He reveals himself as king, as Lord, as God Almighty, as the one who will reign and rule over them. He comes to show himself of who he is, reveal himself. And his people have not recognized him, have not accepted him. And as the one who has come to be king over them, is, is the one who has revealed himself and continues to reveal in different, different ways to different people uh, at their level. To some, he gave ten. To some, um, he gave five as reward. And he blesses them with those who accepted him. He gives them more. He reveals more to them. And uh, 
to those who rejected him even what has been revealed what has been given what has been entrusted is taken away and um, this jesus is saying this parable in the context where people were thinking that as he's going to enter into jerusalem now that he's going to come and establish the kingdom and in verse 11 we read that while they were listening to this now this is when it says listening to this this refers to what has been going on in zacchaeus's house this is still in zacchaeus's house uh, he went on to tell them a parable because he was near jerusalem and the people thought that the kingdom of god was going to appear at once right now right away he's going to get into jerusalem and he's going to establish a throne he's a son of david he's the king and uh, they were the expectations were rising um but they really did not recognize and accept him as king over their lives in terms of um his kingship as he has come to establish a spiritual kingdom his kingship is not of as a one which is of the world where uh, he is not going to war and fight flesh and blood and establish himself as king and his kingdom but his kingdom his kingship is a spiritual one where he will reign and rule over the hearts and the lives of people as they will believe in him and yield themselves to him now you see here that he comes reveals himself manifests himself and uh, he is also speaking plainly of his kingship and he is also speaking several times in parables and uh, but the people were so um uh, hard hearted the people were so uh, unreceptive to his teaching and his lordship and his kingship they would not they were not accepting that they wanted the miracles they wanted the blessing they wanted to see how great he was how amazingly he does miracles he they were just following him for all of that but in reality they were not accepting to be him to be the king over their lives in terms of letting him to rule over them reign over them to bring change in their lives where they had themselves uh, to be their god and their lord and their master and their king they were leading themselves it was they themselves who were you know they were doing what seemed fit to them and uh, they were following the traditions of men on one side they were following uh, the law you know in its in its letter but not in its spirit uh they were very very religious about certain things and certain things that uh, were for their own convenience they changed and they they made it convenient for themselves they would lord it over others they you know many things like that and jesus was wanting them to recognize that he is king that they need to be transformed that their lives need to be changed that they need to yield themselves to him and accept him as king over their lives that he will rule and reign over them and so he begins to tell this um you know in from verse 12 onwards about a man of noble birth who went to a distant country a very parabolic um uh, you know detailed expression of his coming to earth and appointed king and then uh, but the servants you know uh, they 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 did not accept him he called the 10 of his servants and gave them 10 minas but and said put this to work and until i come back but his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say we don't want this man to be our king uh, the jewish leaders the elders the uh, pharisees the teachers of the law the priests um, the the religious heads of the day did not accept jesus as king over their lives they were in fact 
plotting to see how they could kill him they were uh, waiting to trap him in his words they tried several times to uh, draw him into a conversation that would be controversial and uh, see how they could trap him uh, you know in his words and there were times uh, where they also sent people to do that they sent people to spy over him to see if they if he would make a mistake in anything he was teaching uh, so that they could uh, you know bring charges against him and so that was the kind of uh, hostile uh, scenario the hostile situation into which jesus comes and uh, he is speaking and he is ministering and he is revealing himself and uh, and so he's just revealing he's speaking this parable against them basically uh, against those people uh, who were uh, unwilling to accept him his subjects hate him and uh, they sent a delegation after him to say we don't want this man to be our king verse 15 he was made king however and returned home then he sent for the servants to whom he had given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it the first one came and said sir your miner has earned 10 more now this was a man who uh, you know the same thing was entrusted to everybody to each one there was a miner given but there was one man who earned 10 more there are many things that were that are interested to us also uh, in our lives in our walk with the lord in our relationship with the lord in our knowledge of god with, our, with the things that he has deposited us with he has entrusted many many things like this king who entrusted everyone equally uh, 10 um, you know 10 people 10 of his servants with a minor each um, but but you see that you know they one man had put it to use and um, he had gained it says in verse 14 uh, verse 15 he was made king and he comes to uh, find out what they had gained with it the first one came and said sir your miner has earned 10 more and verse 17 jesus says well done my good servant his master replied because you have been in trustworthy in a very small matter take charge of 10 cities what has been entrusted he has been faithful to deliver what what was expected of what was entrusted you know things are entrusted to us with an expectation to deliver uh you know what is entrusted based on what is entrusted to us god has revealed himself to us he is our king he is our lord he is our god he's revealed himself to us he has given his son to us he's given his spirit to us he's given us his word he's given us a revelation of the word of god he's given us an understanding insight into his word into spiritual truths he's given us um, experiences in life in walking with him he's given us he's helped us to experience miracles you know time and time again he has answered our prayers we've come to experience and know who god is personally first hand experience of god his nature his goodness his grace upon our lives we've been saved we've been we've experienced the the power of salvation the power of the gospel that has saved us we've experienced the forgiveness of sins we've experienced our uh, our sins being forgiven and 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 the peace of god come into our lives and the guilt of sin has been removed and the shame has been taken away and we've come into a relationship with god and, and received hope in our lives we've received the hope of salvation the hope of forgiveness the hope of eternal life we've received we've received we've received so much he has entrusted much into our hands he's entrusted much into our hands with an expectation that we will do something about it with an expectation that we will put good use to you know use to it in a good way 
and that we will gain something out of it and that's why he's entrusted all these things with an expectation he came to be king and he entrusted something into their hands with an expectation and and then you see you know he was made king and and then he comes and he he finds out from this first man and he has taken he has put used to uh, that minor and he has earned 10 more and he says well done my good servant because you've been in trustworthy in a very small matter take charge of 10 cities the second came and said sir your minor has earned five more his master answered you take charge of five cities then another servant came and said sir here is your minor i have kept it laid away in a piece of cloth i was afraid of you because you are a hard man you take out what you did not put in and reap what you did not sow his master replied i will judge you by your own words you wicked servant you knew did you that i am a hard man taking what i did not put in and reaping what i did not sow then why didn't you put my money to on deposit so that when i came back i could have collected it with interest were you not aware of the fact that there were expectations on you of the things that were entrusted to you that's what the king is asking you know there were expectations there was an expectation there were, the things were entrusted to you with an expectation that you will put it to good use but you have not how dare would you do that that you would not put it to use knowing that the king had entrusted and the king would come back that the master would come back one day and ask for an account there is one life that has been given to us and much have been entrusted to us and we ought to give an account the bible says for our lives for everything that god has given to us not only just our gifts our talents but with everything that has been entrusted to us all the opportunities that come our way all the things that god has given to us all the wisdom all the grace everything that has been given to us he's going to ask for an account of what we've done with our lives there's there's a life that god has given to us to live there's a kind of life that god has called us to live amen not just a life to not just to exist but there's a certain kind of life that god has called us to live amen do you understand what i'm talking about not just exist but there's a certain kind of life that he wants us to live there's a certain way that he wants us to you know live out this life glorifying his name putting to use everything he has given to us doing his work doing his will being faithful with everything that has been entrusted to us there's an expectation that god has over our lives amen hallelujah it's not just we expecting things from god but god has expectations over our lives amen that's why he is entrusted you know knowing that you know we will be faithful to fulfill to bring forth what he has entrusted with that we will you know accomplish what he has purposed in his heart for us he has a plan he has a purpose he is that's why he has called us to be his own that's why he has called us to be his children that's why he's called us to be his servant and that's why he's given us responsibilities in our hands the responsibility of doing to to gain with what has been entrusted was given over before he would give them authority over cities responsibilities are given before authority is entrusted amen once a person is found faithful in small matters with what is entrusted and fulfilling the master's expectations then comes the positions of authority while many people in this world in any in any area of life 
would always look for a position of authority. Everybody covets a position of authority, looks at people, you know, we look at people in high positions and say, oh, how wonderful it will be to be the CEO of this company. Then just to be a developer or just to be into testing and, you know, something like that. Just to be doing this routine job, how awesome it would be just to be that CEO come, you know, drive in at 11.30 in the morning <laughs> and nobody's going to question you why you're late. <laughs> you know, and, and fly up and down to the client's place and have a good time, stay in a star hotel and, you know, visit a few places, you know, go to Hollywood and have a wonderful time. Disneyland and everything and come back, you know, visit the Niagara and all of that. How awesome it would be to have a good position and, and, and looking at all the perks that come along with, the, with high positions. Everybody loves good positions, high positions. You know, to be able to delegate responsibilities and, and, and demand people of work, work less and get paid more, isn't that true? To be in high positions. Work less and get more pay. But you know, a person of, in high position of authority has not come to that position of authority overnight or all just by chance. He has proved himself to be faithful in small matters, in responsibilities entrusted to him and so has come up to a position of authority. And so God would give us small things in our hands. Just like a 20 rupee worth DVD, just a 20 rupee worth DVD like this in our hands to see are we faithful in serving him before he will put us in places where we could really serve him large scale, big time, globally and all of that. Amen. Praise the Lord. He would give us small things. You know, in God's eyes, small things are big. Small things are big in God's eyes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. For us, in the world, according to worldly standards, big things are big for us. And anything which, is, which does not gain prominence, anything which is insignificant, anything which is small, anything which is not very great, you know, is really small for us. It really doesn't matter. For us, that's how we measure things in the world. But for God, even the small things are big for him. Hallelujah. When that, that, that elderly woman, the widow, came and put that last two coins, the only thing that she had into the temple treasury, Jesus, the Bible says, sat down and watched people some came and threw in large sums out of their abundance, out of their wealth. But here comes someone who is with the little she had, the only thing she had, gave it all to God. Hallelujah. And he acknowledges that and honors that. And she has given much more than everybody else. Because she came, she came and gave out of her nothing. Amen. Small things matter to God. Sometimes we think the big things matter to God and, and we don't, uh, we, that's natural human tendency not to, you know, put ourselves into trivial matters and to engage with small things and, you know, work hard on those little, little things. 
but god is watching over everything that he is entrusted with what are those things that you know that god has entrusted you with what are those experiences that god has given to you what are, what is the knowledge what is the level of knowledge and understanding and skills and capacities that god is he is not looking for when he entrusted you know those uh, uh, minus to all of those people he is not looking for uh, who has more capacity and who's got less and all of that he just came and gave it over but you know some were faithful some were sincere some were hard working god just looks for reliable people he blesses trustworthy people he blesses faithful people he's not looking for just skills he's not looking for those who are big and great he's not looking for those rich he's not looking for those who have much he's not just looking for those uh, you know who are you know much capable and who can uh, outtalk others and who can be very impressive on the outside who can be very smart and shrewd and in all of that what the world would look for in people if they would just hire somebody to work they would look for all of those things but god is not just looking for those things he's looking for faithfulness he's looking for who would be trustworthy that he can bless hallelujah those who would prove themselves to be trustworthy will certainly be blessed certainly be blessed those who prove themselves to be faithful in small matters will certainly be blessed will certainly will receive in abundance what they would not what they did not work for he just put those minor that minor to work and gain 10 more minors now that don't match 10 cities to be lord over 10 cities amen hallelujah he makes him lord a position of authority over 10 cities because he worked on that one minor on that one little thing mattered to get to over 10 cities you know big things don't come automatically blessings don't come automatically abundance don't come automatically it's it's not just about just being very impressive in our prayers it's not just about being uh, you know you know big in talking big about you know how spiritual we are or how dedicated we are but god looks at the things that are done in secret god looks at the things that um, nobody would look at in times when nobody would look at god watches over them and so paul the apostle when he's writing to uh, slaves and masters he tells the slaves you know don't don't work only when your masters are looking at you but whatever you do do it as and you do it unto god you know willingly submit to your masters and of course he also gives a counsel to the masters and tells them you know not to be harsh with their slaves but the point is that you know we ought not to just be doing things and 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 living out our life just for ourselves selfishly just for to see how we can gain more for ourselves but putting to use doing things giving out and 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 making the best use of life and living out the kind of life that god has called us to live fulfilling whatever you know has been entrusted to us and 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 living it out to his expectations look at what has been entrusted to you look at what has been given to you what has been deposited into your life what has been you know given you know freely Bible says freely receive freely give 
we freely received we ought to freely give it's not just about giving away arms it's not just about giving away some offering it's not just about doing some you know good works like that but it's to put full use everything that god has entrusted us with and living out there are things that he expects and living it out to his expectation he's not just looking for some capacity and and greatness about us he's looking for faithfulness he's looking for sincerity he's looking for those who can be trustworthy so that he can give much more and to the one who had not done anything with what was entrusted to him knowing god's expectations knowing the master's expectations who did not put to use what was entrusted to him even what was with him was taken away what was given was also taken away and given to the one who had put the best use of what was entrusted to him knowing the master's expectation and so for those who really want to advance who want to make rapid progress in this life who want to make rapid progress in this in in this year you want to see an advancement you want to see a progress you want to see growth you want to see abundance you want to see increase come your way you want to see the blessing of law of the lord on your life put to use see what god expects out of your life there have been rich deposits you've been deposited with much very richly what are we doing with it not just our talents oh i can sing oh maybe i'll just start singing from now on no not just about some external talents like that who oh, i don't know how to sing what can i do i can't preach so what can i do i can't do anything we can just shut our lives down like that in looking for two or three things and the prominent things that people do and think that those are the only things that can be done to be useful to be used by god and to put to use what was in, what is entrusted to us and we could just say oh i don't have those capacities i can't do anything much oh, i am very busy with my own things and i have my own problems to deal with i have my own headaches but you know god wants us to live out our lives the way he expects there's a kind of life that he expects us to live there's a there's, there are expectations over our lives that's why he is entrusted whatever he is entrusted you with for some people probably you are able to see certain needs which others can't see that there are certain things that 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 you are sensitive to that others are not sensitive to those are your unique you know the the giftings or the grace that god has given to you there's a certain burden that god has given to you there's a certain um uh, passion a desire that god has put in your heart or probably it's it's about a certain kind of people that you, you want to help in that same area where you were affected you were victimized or you were uh, you went through hell in a certain area in life and such other kind of people you want to help also you're very sensitive to that need i don't know what is what god has given to you it may be even that that area which was hurting that area which where you suffered setback that area where you had pain that area in your life which you know was not like how it was for others 
that area which you know which in that area where, where you got affected probably that's the area that that god permitted so that you could you were entrusted with that burden that sensitivity that desire that passion in that area to to see those kind of people to help such kind of people to minister to such kind of people amen hallelujah and you see in verse 17 as the one who had put the best use with what was entrusted to him well done my good servant his master replied because you've been trustworthy in very small matter take charge of 10 cities he is just inheriting what he did not work for it was it is not in proportion to what he had worked for or he is it was not in proportion to what he had worked with it was not an expectation of what he could get but he just put to use what was entrusted he was just faithful not knowing what the reward would be that's true faithfulness that's true faithfulness knowing that you would earn a big fat salary at the end of the year at the end of the month you would definitely do your best to be very impressive to your boss or knowing that the that pongal bonus is going to come you would definitely want to be the best that you can be to your boss and work overtime stay in the office itself uh, do everything possible so that there is you know that everybody thinks that oh you are extremely good and and, and so they will bless you and you you would ex- you know get that bonus and you would get that promotion and you would get that favor in the eyes of the boss no, when you know that there's a certain reward it's quite easy to work for it but when you don't know what kind of reward is coming your way it really calls for genuine faithfulness amen with no expectation of anything from the master he just fulfills the master's expectation hallelujah no expectation not that god will bless me more not that god will give me a bigger car and bigger house and a bigger everything a bigger income and a bigger fam uh, no not bigger family uh, for some probably yes you know with expecting oh something in return but with no expectation the man works his best and he is earn more there comes that's the blessing of inheriting there are things that are inherited out of faithfulness hallelujah not earned out of faithfulness inherited there's a difference between earning and inheriting this man has just earned only 10 minas that's no equal no match to 10 cities but he inherits 10 cities hallelujah when god blesses somebody for their faithfulness it is always disproportionate hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah this is not like the disproportionate disproportionate assets case that goes on in the world you know that disproportionate assets are gained by unlawful means but this is an unmatched unequal to the work you put in this is not out of extortion this is out of you know being faithful to what has been entrusted hallelujah
disproportionate blessing not proportional to his work not proportional to what he has earned not proportional to what he has got but it's to his faithfulness hallelujah it's a blessing over the faithfulness it's a blessing over the person who is trustworthy and god is looking for those who would be trustworthy who would be faithful with what is entrusted to him to them to putting the best use of what has been entrusted knowing his expectation it's important we discern god's expectations it's important that we read through scripture to know what god is expecting of us it is important that we discern know what is what god has entrusted to us identify what god has entrusted to you know discern what god's expectations are out of your life what what is god wanting me wanting out of my life why has he created me why has he made me this way why has me why has he put me into this family why has he made me the way i am why has he given me such experiences why why all of these there's a good purpose for all of those things for the good things and even the bad things that have happened there are good reasons good purposes for all of those things they've been entrusted to us so that you will inherit disproportionate blessings hallelujah hallelujah disproportionate ways there are things that you in, in, inherit they comes they come out of times you initiate things these men they initiated they didn't sleep over what was given to them they put to use you you got to initiate things not all the time you will have somebody coming and telling you what you ought to do it's important that we identify and we initiate things these are men who got what god gave them the minor was given but they didn't keep quiet with it but the third man did not do anything about it he just kept quiet he didn't initiate anything this these other two men put to use what was given you got to initiate you got to take the lead you got to start it over you got to do something act upon something that god has given to you the bible says whatever he does prosperous how can he bless what we don't do how can he bless what we are unwilling to do how can he bless what we do not care to do amen hallelujah give something for god to bless five loaves two fish and he will multiply it make it a blessing for 5000 men and women and children more than 5000 hallelujah god is looking for those who will be willing those who will be available for him those who will be faithful those who will be trustworthy those who will initiate things those who will be at the edge of the seat and and telling god god tell me what i should do hallelujah god is not happy about lazy sleepy people who will just sleep over everything they got everything that god has given to them god has given you something what are you doing about it talents gifts grace experiences knowledge wisdom what are we doing with those things in this year i pray that god will just help us to rise above our own limitations which we think are limitations but are no real limitations at all with god there can be no limitations with god in a person's life there can be no limitations if you put the lid it's you you putting the lid over your life if you say that's not possible 
It's you putting that lid over yourself. But with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You cannot underestimate what God can do through you with the, in spite of your limitations, which you think are your limitations. I had no idea of singing. I had no idea of you know, singing on pitch, on scale, on, to timing, to proper time. You know, musicians and some of you who are knowledge, knowledgeable about music and singing will know what I'm talking about. I had no idea of all of that. I couldn't sing to a scale. When somebody would give a chord and play music, I couldn't sing to that pitch, to that scale. I couldn't sing to the timing, you know, exactly on time. I wouldn't know when to enter into a song, when to get into the chorus, when to get into the verse, when they would play a prelude or something like that. I had no idea about all of that. But with no capacity of such kind, which, were, which are basics for singing, I started out doing a music ministry <laughs> called Crossroads, which we did for nine and a half years, non-stop, every month, from July 2004. And the kind of, and when we thought we'll start up reaching out to young people through music like this and prayed about it for three days, you know, fasting and praying and that was the time when God gave me this desire to reach out to young people through music after I came out of Bible college. And when we started out of that, on that, and I prayed that God give us good musicians and God gave us extraordinary musicians. Uh, not the guys who play with us here in the church uh, for Sundays, but we had another team uh, doing that for the Saturday uh, events. And these were extremely professional guys who would get who were getting um, best drummer award, best guitarist award in national level college music competitions. Those are the kind of musicians that God gave us. Another guy was an eighth grade pianist, extremely talented, extremely talented. The guys who were there to play were extremely of high level, high capacity. And here I am like a lesser than a beginner, not even a beginner in trying to match up to sing at their level. And they were people who, who had had experiences of very high uh, levels of music. They would play what was called as progressive rock. Every eight bars, every 16 bars, the beat styles will change. They used to playing stuff like that. And so I had to pick songs that they would enjoy playing also. I can't sing, God is so good, God is so good. I can't sing songs like that with them. They would say, hey, what kind of songs are you picking? And so I had to pick tough songs that would, where they would feel comfortable to play. And the tougher it is and the nicer it is for them to play, the tougher it is for me to sing. And here I couldn't sing even basic level singing. But I would play that CD again and again, again and again, sing along, sing along, sing along, listen to it again and again, sing along with it, sing along. I would practice to go for practice. I would practice to come to practice with them. But you know, by the grace of God for nine and a half years, we had some amazing musicians, singers and a wonderful team. And many, many um, 
you know teams where people were young people were inspired looking at us and they started out bands and they came they asked asking for opportunities and this place became a launching pad for many teams many choreo teams dance teams um uh, musicians you know vocalists singers so many of them this place became a launching pad for them and because of what we were doing here in the small place dear in house in the small place god took us out to many many big places put us in front of thousands of people in big events which we did not qualify to do for me as a singer you know nobody would want me to have me somebody you know in that kind of a platform we've been to colleges we've been to universities anna university karunya university etheraj college wcc i mean mcc many of these major places corporate houses can you imagine we played in um, we've sung done events in um, standard chartered bank 2000 3000 staff with the back office scope international hadows road all these kinds of places it didn't come overnight it didn't happen just like that it was not because i had the capacity and i had the stature or i had the voice or the kind of talent that i could be so impressive that anybody you know says wow what a singer get him get the band here it didn't come out of that it was just only grace hallelujah and we were able to share the gospel and proclaim jesus in many places with the chancellor and the vice chancellor of anna university sitting behind us we were able to sing and proclaim the gospel hallelujah in many many places at etheraj college the principal said i see a light coming out of that man's face when we were singing after we had finished she said told one of the uh, christian uh, professors there said i see light coming from his face some kind of a light coming from his face normally principals would come and just do the opening address and go away when the music and everything starts they would just walk off back to their rooms and they would have work but here she comes sits through the morning session for the day college and comes back for another 1500 students we ministered to in this afternoon session the evening college students and she comes back and sits through again in the evening heads of institutions normally don't come and sit that way i end up going as a chief guest to places like velamal school hindu institution why would a christian pastor pentecostal church pastor be invited to a hindu institution to be a chief guest in their assembly what's a connection they would want a head of another institution they would want a professor they would want a scientist they would want abdul kalam to come and speak but what does a christian pastor have to do with a morning students assembly in a hindu institution you know sometimes strange things happen unbelievable things why am i saying this not to just say that oh we've done some great things but what i'm helping us to want us to understand it it is not about our capacity with no capacity with no skill with no capability of singing or music or no training nobody trained me but god is able to give you a blessing disproportionately all that you have to be is identify what has been entrusted to you 
see what god's expectations are initiate things you will start inheriting hallelujah initiate action you will start inheriting god's blessing they just inherited but the inheritance was disproportionate hallelujah and that's what god jesus was communicating to his people and saying hey you got to accept me as king there are things that i have given to you 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 have a rich heritage the people of israel had a rich heritage like no other nation god has been revealing to them for ages for generations for thousands of years rich heritage you just have to accept me as king let jesus be king over your life let him reign and rule over your life may you pick everything that has been entrusted to you and put good use to it and you will see that you will not just be doing responsibilities that but you would be given authority authority and inheritances joshua was a man who was so faithful he would stay behind in the tent of meeting after moses the man of god left after he met with god moses would meet with god joshua as aid would come and be with him in the tent of meeting and god would visit the 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 camp of israel and would speak to the people and he would reveal himself to moses and moses would have a face to face encounter with god almighty and moses would leave the tent of meeting but joshua would stay there faithfulness faithfulness in seeking god even moses left but joshua remained but then comes a time when moses's time is coming to an end and god is looking for somebody to take the place of moses to lead the people of israel into the promised land and god picks up joshua moses says joshua is there god says anoint joshua pours oil on his head lays his hands over him deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 9 says that deuteronomy 34 verse 9 joshua son of nun was filled with the spirit of wisdom because moses had laid his hands on him so the israelites listened to him and did what the lord had commanded moses when he came to a position of authority after hands were laid on him but why were hands laid on him why did the anointing come upon him why was that grace given why was the spirit of wisdom given to him it came because he was sincere and faithful to seek the lord faithful sincere trustworthy and so the spirit of wisdom came just by praying for wisdom wisdom will not come <laughs> yes we need to ask we need to pray god gives but it's not just about prayer everything matters being faithful sincere also matters hallelujah praise the lord for every kind of task that you are called to do god gives a grace in proportion to that for everything that you are called to do god gives the grace in proportion to that be it wisdom be it knowledge be it capacity be it the 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 inspiration of the holy spirit the leading of the spirit whatever be it the right word at the right time whatever be it for whatever calling whatever thing that god has called you for when you're faithful in that when you're pursuing that when you're taking initiative in that direction when you understand god's expectations and know that you are being entrusted with much and you're careful to be faithful you certainly will receive the grace that is needed to do that task that's how i experienced 
as I also talked about how we did this music ministry for nine and a half years. And we, can, and, and we are pursuing that, we are praying that God will help us to reach out to many, many schools and colleges in the days to come. God will give us authority. Authority, position of authority came. Leadership came. But when did it all come? It came after he was sincere and faithful. Hands were laid upon him. You see the same thing in Elisha's case. He was a man who was pouring water into the hands of prophet Elijah. Faithfully serving him. Pouring water. Pouring water. And then comes a time when God lifts up, you know, Elijah. He's taking him up to heaven in a chariot of fire. And when Elijah is holding on to Elijah, and Elijah says, you know, tell me what do you want? And he says, I want a double portion of your spirit. He didn't say, I want to be the next prophet in Israel. I want to be that kind of kingmaker that you are. He says, I just need the double portion of your spirit. I want to have that spirit of God that is in you. Look for the things that are eternal. The things that are temporal will automatically follow. Hallelujah. Many people make the mistake of looking for the things that are temporal and miss out on the things that are eternal. Look for the things that are eternal. Your temporal things will automatically follow. Money and blessing and wealth and authority, leadership, everything that you need to function well will follow automatically. Praise the Lord. Elisha asked for the double portion of the Spirit of God and there come and, and Elijah says, you asked for a difficult thing. You asked for a difficult thing. But then if you will look at me, when I am taken up, you will receive a double portion of the Spirit and the mantle fell upon Elisha. And he comes to the brook and he is asking, where is the God of Elijah? And he does the same miracles that God did through Elijah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It comes naturally. You don't have to somehow pursue, you know, power and anointing and gifts and, you know, trying to do things. Be faithful. Initiate what you got. Do something with what you have. Hallelujah. You have the capacity to write, write things down. You have the capacity to speak, talk. You know, you have the capacity to do something, whatever it is, even those areas where you think you don't have capacity, but you have a burden, you have a passion, initiate things, move in that direction, start taking decisions, start praying about it, look for it, talk to people about it, envision it, dream about it, and it will come to pass. It will come to pass. Oh, doors will open up. Saul was met on the road to Damascus. He was met on the road to Damascus and a powerful light shines upon him and he has a powerful encounter and a transformation in his life. And through Ananias, there's been a revelation that he will be the one who will be taking the gospel, the apostle to the Gentiles, to the people of Israel and the kings of Israel. And he will stand before kings. And after all of this prophecy and the revelation has come about who he's going to be. He didn't keep quiet. He immediately goes and starts preaching. He starts preaching. He initiates action. And he says in Acts 26, 19, 
standing before king agrippa trial before king agrippa he says i was not disobedient to the vision that god gave me i was not disobedient to the vision that god gave me he took an initiative he started preaching god had entrusted him with much he had the learning of scriptures he has been tra- he had been trained under gamaliel but he had been all all long under the law not knowing that jesus has come and he is the messiah he's been resisting jesus he's been persecuting the church but when there was a revelation there was a transformation you know come into his life he doesn't keep quiet at once he starts he moves into action god is looking for people who will be active who will be initiators before we become inheritors we all love to be inheritors but before we become inheritors we got to be initiators in acts chapter 9 and verse 20 this is just after his encounter with the lord jesus on the road to damascus acts 9:20 at once he began to preach in the synagogues that jesus is the son of god all those who heard him were astonished verse 21 and asked isn't he the man who, who raised havoc in jerusalem among those who call on this name and hasn't he come here to take them as prisoners to the chief priests yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Christ at once he started preaching nobody came to him with an invitation don't look for an invitation see how you can initiate something amen hallelujah when you are an initiator invitations will come when you are an initiator invitations will come people will you know pastor samsundram had a wonderful thing about ministry he used to say always he says a good sign of a genuine man of god is that there will be a demand for his ministry people will want him people want to hear him people want to have him come minister him or her that's a sign of faithfulness sincerity by the grace of god to every place we have been all through these years outside we've only gone by invitation and i can go on and on with the list of places we've been to 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 minister it's all been only by invitation we never went to anybody and asked can we come and do something here do some music or anything like that it has been only by invitation whatever i'm reading and studying here i'm i'm just seeing a reflection of that in our in our own ministry by the grace of god hallelujah the word of god is true it is it is true it is real it happens what it says it happens it does work saul was faithful the moment he had that revelation he immediately said i need to proclaim this jesus i know that this is a messiah i need to start proclaiming he starts proclaiming the moment he starts proclaiming about jesus you know what happens you know what happens people just are amazed they are astonished isn't he the man who used to be persecuting didn't he come to damascus to actually come and you know put us in prison and he's talking about jesus oh it's amazing what can happen to those who are faithful you never know what will happen when you are faithful hallelujah 
you will never know what will happen when you initiate things being faithful with what has been entrusted to you and fulfilling god's expectations god will bless you disproportionately you will become an inheritor of things that you did not work for hallelujah god is going to do that in your life god is going to bless you your family with such a grace and such a blessing to inherit things that you don't deserve to receive a name to receive an honor that comes out of serving god and being faithful to him hallelujah praise the lord god does honor and shows the distinction between those who are righteous and the wicked god shows a distinction between those who serve him and those who don't serve him those who live for him those who don't live for him those who are faithful and those who are unfaithful he shows the distinction praise the lord let's be faithful to what god has given to us and you will certainly reap a rich reward amen praise the lord let's look for the things that are eternal and the temporal things will follow norm naturally